What would a Democrat-controlled presidency and Congress mean for America? Republicans who care about liberty, equality, justice, safety, and economic security must vote for President Donald J. Trump and Republican U.S. Senators. A Democrat-controlled presidency and Senate would mean further empowering the arrogant, ignorant, tyrannical cancel culture that has taken root in every major cultural institution in America. Academia, the mainstream press, big tech, corporate America, Hollywood, and even professional medical and mental health organizations collude to censor the dissemination of ideas leftists don't like and oppress those who disseminate them. The power these institutions already enjoy and employ to destroy speech rights, religious liberty, gun rights, and careers is not enough to satiate the power lust of leftists. A Democrat-controlled presidency and Senate will seek to pack the Supreme Court with leftists to ensure that the court becomes the supreme lawmaking body in America. The Supreme Court, which was intended by America's founders to be the weakest branch of government, is intended by leftists to become the most powerful. In their unholy quest to acquire and secure power in perpetuity, leftists will try to make Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. states, thereby giving the U.S. Senate more Democrat votes. They will get rid of the filibuster, thereby clearing the path to easily pass any oppressive piece of legislation their Machiavellian hearts desire, and they will dismantle the Electoral College in order to effectively disenfranchise the Republican heart of America. A Biden presidency will destroy our economy through increased business regulation, increased taxes, the elimination of fracking, the destruction of the oil industry. Assaults on gun rights will intensify, and assaults on religious liberty and speech rights will accelerate, especially via the deceitfully named Equality Act, which has nothing to do with equality and everything to do with forcing compliance with policies that the homosexual community and trans cult want. Taxpayers will be forced to fund human slaughter, women's shelters will be forced to house men, and girls will be forced to undress in the presence of boys. Federal subsidization of critical race theory will return, and hopes for school choice will be obliterated. Private health insurance will die a slow death under a Harris-Biden administration. Since leftists favor the desires of Palestinians over the rights of Israel, the momentous Middle East peace agreements will likely stall or erode. And since notorious influence peddler Joe Biden is beholden to the Chinese communists, we can expect the power of the rapacious Chinese government to grow. Biden will not apply the economic thumbscrews to China as Trump has, and Biden will not hold China accountable for the pandemic as Trump has and will. After the Chinese government realized its virus was loose in China, and before it alerted the world, the Chinese government shut down travel within China, but continued to allow flights out of China while it scarfed up PPE and watched with delight as the world suffered. When Trump banned travel from China, beholden Biden, who has made millions from his collusion with Chinese communists, called the decision xenophobic. A Biden presidency would mean a great leap forward toward the revolutionary Great Reset, a project of a small group of mega-wealthy globalists who seek to exploit the pandemic to reshape the earth and the fullness thereof. That's not some conspiracy group's view of the Great Reset. That's the explicitly stated view 
of the small group of mega-wealthy globalists who meet every year in Davos, Switzerland, for the World Economic Forum, WEF. The pandemic unleashed by the Chinese Communist government is the crisis these globalists have longed for, to implement their nefarious plan for world domination by refashioning capitalist economies into socialist economies. Integral to the Great Reset are the environmental, social, and governance standards. Sounds innocuous, as do all tyrannical leftist projects, but a closer look reveals the dark side cloaked in euphemistic language. Here is a description of the goals of the Great Reset from the World Economic Forum's website. Quote, COVID-19 lockdowns may be gradually easing, but anxiety about the world's social and economic prospects is only intensifying. To achieve a better outcome, the world must act jointly and swiftly to revamp all aspects of our societies and economies from education to social contracts and working conditions. Every country, from the United States to China, must participate, and every industry, from oil and gas to tech, must be transformed. In short, we need a great reset of capitalism. We must build entirely new foundations for our economic and social systems. End quote. The goals are global and radical. And I quote again, The Great Reset Agenda would have three main components. The first would steer the market toward fairer outcomes. Governments should implement long-overdue reforms that promote more equitable outcomes. The second component of a Great Reset Agenda would ensure that investments advance shared goals such as equality and sustainability. We should use economic stimulus plans to create a new system that is more resilient, equitable, and sustainable in the long run. This means, for example, building green urban infrastructure and creating incentives for industries to improve their track record on environmental, social, and governance metrics. End quote. Anyone who's been paying attention understands what is really meant by fairer and more equitable outcomes. The goal of globalist socialists is not the creation of fairer, more equitable opportunities, but rather the flattening of outcomes to ensure that everyone's outcome is the same. Well, everyone but the mega-wealthy globalists. The Great Reset envisions a stakeholder form of capitalism as envisioned by the depressed autistic Swedish teen Greta Thunberg. And I quote from the forum's agenda, Stakeholder capitalism positions private corporations as trustees of society and is clearly the best response to today's social and environmental challenges. The young Swedish climate activist, Greta Thunberg, has reminded us that adherence to the current economic system represents a betrayal of future generations owing to its environmental unsustainability. Another related reason is that millennials and Generation Z no longer want to work for, invest in, or buy from companies that lack values beyond maximizing shareholder value. To uphold the principles of stakeholder capitalism, companies will need new metrics. For starters, a new measure of shared value creation should include environmental, social, and governance goals. End quote. A stakeholder form of capitalism contrasts with the shareholder form of capitalism, most notably defended by University of Chicago economist Milton Friedman. 
Stakeholder capitalism is essentially woke socialism that will redistribute wealth to achieve equitable results. Sound familiar? From each according to their ability, to each according to their needs. And we thought the demise of the Soviet Union meant the end of communism. Andrew Studdeford, editor for National Review's financial and economic coverage, warns against stakeholder capitalism, and I quote him, Stakeholder capitalism is a betrayal of democracy as well as of shareholders. The power it gives to managers is used to support an agenda influenced by a cabal of activists, NGOs, representatives of the international community, and politicians too arrogant to go through the usual legislative channels, end quote. Like the social and emotional learning standards leftists use to indoctrinate children with leftist views on sexuality in public schools, every company rejiggered in accordance with the wishes of the WEF will be expected to implement ESG standards, that is, leftist environmental and social standards. And I quote from Investopedia, Environmental criteria may include a company's energy use, waste, pollution, natural resource conservation, and treatment of animals. For example, are there issues related to its compliance with government environmental regulations? Social criteria look at the company's business relationships. Does it work with suppliers that hold the same values as it claims to hold? Does the company donate a percentage of its profits to the local community or encourage employees to perform volunteer work there? End quote. In other words, wokesters will control all aspects of the economy to control citizens' beliefs. In an opinion piece published by The Hill, Justin Haskins, editorial director and senior fellow at the Heartland Institute, shares Studdeford's concerns about the Great Reset, and I quote him, Instead of traditional capitalism, the high-profile group said the world should adopt more socialist policies, such as wealth taxes, additional regulations, and massive Green New Deal-like government programs. The general principles of the plan are clear. The world needs massive new government programs and far-reaching policies comparable to those offered by American socialists, such as Bernie Sanders and Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, in their Green New Deal plan. Or, put another way, we need a form of socialism, a word the World Economic Forum has deliberately avoided using, all while calling for countless socialist and progressive plans. For those of us who support free markets, the Great Reset is nothing short of terrifying. America is the world's most powerful, prosperous nation precisely because of the very market principles the Great Reset supporters loathe, end quote. Like the mostly violent protests Americans have endured in 2020, this massive economic revolution requires an army of soldiers. And I quote from Haskins, Of course, these government officials, activists, and influencers can't impose a systemic change of this size on their own, which is why they have already started to activate vast networks of left-wing activists from around the world, who will, throughout 2021, demand changes in line with the Great Reset, end quote. It's not just economic policy analysts who are alarmed by the Great Reset. Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano, the former apostolic nuncio to the United States, who courageously exposed the secret homosexual cabal that corrodes the Vatican, published an open letter to President Trump 
in which he expresses his ardent belief that the re-election of President Trump is essential to protecting freedom. And I quote a portion of that. Daily, we sense the attacks multiplying of those who want to destroy the very basis of society, the natural family, respect for human life, love of country, freedom of education, and business. We see heads of nations and religious leaders pandering to this suicide of Western culture and its Christian soul, while the fundamental rights of citizens and believers are denied in the name of a healthy emergency that is revealing itself more and more fully as instrumental to the establishment of an inhuman, faceless tyranny. A global plan called the Great Reset is underway. Its architect is a global elite that wants to subdue all of humanity, imposing coercive measures with which to drastically limit individual freedoms and those of entire populations. In several nations, this plan has already been approved and financed. In others, it is still in an early stage. Behind the world leaders who are the accomplices and executors of this infernal project, there are unscrupulous characters who finance the World Economic Forum and Event 201, promoting their agenda. Mr. President, you have clearly stated that you want to defend the nation, one nation under God, fundamental liberties, and non-negotiable values that are denied and fought against today. For this reason, it is necessary that all people of goodwill be persuaded of the epical importance of the imminent election, not so much for the sake of this or that political program, but because of the general inspiration of your action that best embodies that world, our world, which they want to cancel by means of the lockdown. The alternative is to vote for a person who is manipulated by the deep state, gravely compromised by scandals and corruption. The blackmailable nature of Joe Biden will expose him to be used unscrupulously, allowing illegitimate powers to interfere in both domestic policies as well as international balances, end quote. Andrew Stutterford warns that the pace of the march toward the WEF's socialism-infused stakeholder capitalism, quote, will only pick up in the U.S. should Joe Biden, who has caricatured shareholder primacy and described it as an absolute farce, be elected president, end quote. Please vote for the only candidate who will defend American principles of freedom and opportunity and who will provide the protection against enemies, foreign and domestic, that are requisite for both, President Donald J. Trump. As historian Victor Davis Hanson recently said, quote, this is the one time a person could say without bombast or exaggeration, this is one of the most important elections in our history, end quote.